And here we are again. What day is it here at Startup Week? It is day four. Wow, 2018, day four. And I'm here with Matt Simpson and Vince Orlick. And I'm not going to open this like a radio announcer again. I just want to <laughs> talk with my friends, these guys. These guys are great. And Vince and I had a great conversation on Monday. And we just jammed. Then yesterday, I was here with Jared Bailey. We're just, just, he popped his head in. I said, do you want to sit down? We talked about life. So I'm, I'm, I want to talk about life. I want to talk about things that, that matter. I want to talk about things that matter to us. And uh, Vince, I asked him what the topic of today was. And he just like a social media guru that he is. (laughs) He just starts looking up what day of the calendar. He has like all these inspiration sources. And it's National Chili Day. We're not going to talk about chili. Uh, Though it it is chilly outside. Though it is chilly outside. Um, And uh, no, seriously, it was in the 30s this morning. Oh, I know. I was up at six. I know. I biked over here. Oh, you did in a suit coat every morning, every morning. Wow. I did get a ride home one night, but other than that, I've been riding back and forth every day. That's incredible. What night did you get a ride home? Uh, Tuesday night. You were just tired? Uh, No, I was uh, having a drink with uh, the lovely Paige Susie and the lovely Mallory Hutchinson. Yes. And... uh, Paige, let me put my bike in her car. Uh, that was, was very nice was, of her. <laughs> That's why she's the lovely. Yeah. She had the introduction, the lovely. She has a trunk. She does. Um, and I have a folding bike. <laughs> if anybody wants to see it during startup week, come find me. I'll give you a tour. It all worked out. Amazing. Um, but also, <clears throat> Vince said, it's be humble day. Mm. Humility. That's an interesting topic right there. Yeah, got, got my wheels turning. Kendrick Lamar's Humble Day, apparently. Ooh, Kendrick yeah. Lamar's Humble Day. Well, it's just Humble Day, but of course, he, he basically owns Humble right now. Why? I'm, I'm so not hip on the times. He, well, with his, with his song. What's the song? Humble. Can you sing it for Be us? Humble. Well, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of swear <laughs> words. Uh, no, I, I mean, I don't know all of it, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm, well, I'm not going to sing it. So what is... <laughs> What is humility to you guys? What what do you think of when you hear the word be when you hear be humble? What does humility mean to you guys? Go ahead, Matt. (laughs) Um, You know, I was actually thinking earlier today about uh, if somebody has ego and we all have ego, we're supposed to have ego. um, But I think what we mean when we say that person has such a big ego, it's that they allow the ego to get in the way of their interaction with people and their performance. So I would say that humility would be having good kind of EQ over your ego so that you relate in a way that people like to relate with you and you can perform well in teams and with others uh, without overrunning or, you know, bulldozing anyone. Hmm. I think it's good. Oh, excellent. <laughs> five well, points, five yeah, points, I like five it. points. Okay. Like the, the scoreboard, Ross, can you tally it up for us? Um, Vince, what about you? What do you think? Uh, I, I think, I think it's, it's a lot of what Matt said and, and also, um, really just putting others ahead of yourself, you know, in general, that's it, trying to, trying to lift, lift up others. Hmm. You know, that there's a, an element a huge element of just being of, of humbleness. 
<laughs> sure. Being humble. Humility. Um, humility. That's the word I was looking for. It's early, dude. It's five points. Um, well, okay. A boom. I'm down. I'm Ten zero. I'm shut out right now. I'm not going to make Final Jeopardy. Um, but but yeah, just just not doing it for you necessarily. You know, it's there's always going to be an element of doing things, participating in things that that maybe indirectly you know will benefit you, but the the goal of of what you're doing and participating in things, helping others shouldn't be to to benefit you. It should be hmm. to to help help the other folks. And you know, I it you can't you have to be humble in order to do that in any sort of effective capacity. Hmm. You know, I think humility is just it's interesting because surprisingly, I don't think I don't think it's a word that gets a lot of love or a value, especially in our culture. I think a lot of our culture is, you know, well, if you've done anything like just be proud of, about it, right? Boast about it, uh, herald your accomplishments and so on and so forth. But I think I have a lot of thoughts on it, but one of the things that really comes to mind is I, I think, first of all, with humility, before we even talk about others, a lot of this is in relation to how you operate yourself, which is what Matt was talking a little bit about this idea of not letting something get in the way of then how you're interacting with others, because it's how you carry yourself. I mean, humility is one of those things. Now, I don't pers- I think it's OK to say you're a humble person. You know, now most people would be like, wait, that that kind of contradicts. I think it's okay to to say, how is it that I carry my carry myself that you can say something to to the effect of I'm I'm humble. And it's because I'm not necessarily even, you know, uh, again, lifting up or exalting uh, to use that word, exalting myself. I'm not putting I'm just being honest or candid about the things Maybe that I'm good about or good, good at, but also the things I'm not good at. And the fact is so many people want to emphasize just on their strengths and there are plenty of those. And I think that's good. And we should know what those are. But I think we also need to be really honest about our weaknesses. And that's authenticity and that's humility, not in a way that's self-deprecating. It's not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking about yourself less. I I 100% agree with all of that, you know, I've been thinking about, um, yeah, how does confidence, uh, balance with humility and, uh, you know, anyone in this room, I think would, if honest with being honest, would say that they are very confident in what they do for a living and how they show up, um, in different aspects of their life. I mean, especially professionally, I think we all are proud of what we do. Um, but, but I think that, uh, we would never let that, or I hope we would never let that, uh, overwhelm kind of how we show up. And, uh, and then also we would, we would identify where perhaps our, our professional skill, the kind of the edges of it or where it ends and then identify that, uh, there are folks around us that can help. Um, we were thinking, I believe this is the SPHX podcast right now. Yes. Uh, I mean, or is it yeah, a- sure. okay. cool, cool, cool. Yes, I just wanted to make sure. Um, sorry guys, I'm 
uh, still caffeinating. <laughs> uh, so we were talking about how do we how do we celebrate this amazing event, um, this amazing Phoenix Startup Week? How do we how do we celebrate it? You know, two, three, four weeks down the road. Uh, last year we were blessed uh, to end up with a bunch of free Phoenix Suns tickets. Yeah, I believe provided by Allbound. That's Correct. Right. Yeah. That's right. Which was awesome. And then Galvanize was amazing in giving us a lot of beer and pizza. Yeah. So we had a party at Galvanize <laughs> and then we went and watched the Suns play. And I think 250, 300 people showed up. And so, so I was thinking about that, uh, this week, you know, how are we going to kind of decompress from, from startup week? And so I reached out to Galvanize to see if they wanted to do something again. And, uh, you know, they sounded like they were interested. And so I said, okay, now I'm not going to contact you about this again. <laughs> I'm going to have Paige Susie, Kate Tanstrom, Christina Kao, someone like that, because I do not organize events. It's just not my jam, <laughs> you know? Um, but those ladies have fantastic skills in that area. And so um, if we can kind of learn where we need to pass the baton, mm -hmm. I think that's probably hum humility, yeah. humbleness. I, you know, the... I'm not going to lie. I wrote the line, so I kind of gravitate to back towards it. But in the Yes PHX video, you know, we I say we are greater Phoenix, but we are greatest together. Mm. I know. Very deep. Boom. So deep. Mm. <laughs> That's 15 mm. points. <laughs> but I think it, it is true. I mean, for me and everyone operates a little bit differently, but I can truly say and no anyone that's that's being honest. There is nothing that is spectacular that has been done. Absolutely amazing. That has been done only by a singular entity. It's always come as a result of togetherness and doing something with others. Mm -hmm. And we have to realize that. And that's what you're talking about, man. I mean, this idea to, to realize, yeah, where you are weak and where you have gaps because not not to just then you know say i suck but to say wow someone else is great here and i want to i want to lift them up and uh you know i want to benefit ultimately from i want everyone to benefit from what it is this person has to bring yeah i think that was one of the earliest intentions in our conversations about yesphx um is what do we not want to do we don't want to be an event organization you know, we want to let One Million Cups do what One Million Cups does so well. We want to That's let right. House of Genius do what House of Genius does so well. Girls in Tech, women who start up all these great organizations are already doing great things. So we're not in the business of running happy hours. That's we're right. in the business of driving people, driving eyeballs to these other organizations who have great happy hours. That's right. And even, yeah, and, and really even with, with Startup Week, I know for me personally, that's the, the greatest the greatest joy and, and, and happiness I've gotten from coming to these weeks is meeting, meeting new people that then it continues. And I'm a lot of times I'm able to even introduce them into the whole yes, PHX community. Like they, they, cause that's, that's what's I've, I've found amazing help and friends and everything in the last two years. That's two and a half years or so since just finding it and being like, oh, I want to be part of this. Yeah. You know, and it's a lot of it is is thanks to you guys, you know, and, and um, all the awesome people in the community. But 
you know, for even starting it, you know, for having the idea of as, as, like, basic's the wrong word, but it's it's like it is this this kind of idea of let's ha- just have this community that works together, mm. and we're all doing things to try to help each other, and it's not it's not a, a happy hour uh, organization. It's not this or that. There's there's plenty of of organizations and companies and people and groups doing that, but it's all working together under this one movement, this one idea. Totally. I loved what you said about uh, the friends you've met here. I think Monday was my four-year friendversary <laughs> with like at least a dozen people, you know, yeah. yep. whether it's Robert Backey or Ryan Smith, people that I uh, I had never met. I mean, there were, there were certain folks that were involved in organizing the first Startup Week. Like I met Jonathan a couple months before it. But then once Startup Week actually started, that's you know, I met other people that aren't really organizing types or maybe they're just running their businesses right. um, that, oops, that have become very, uh, you know, I've become fairly close with mm-hmm. that I met just because, damn, dude, it's Friday. You've been here all five days. Don't you have a job? <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's where you see people like JP Taxman or, or again, like Robert Backey, who I had Heroes. a great conversation with yesterday, <laughs> yep. just folks that refuse to not be a part of what was being built and just kept showing up put on a volunteer shirt, even if they hadn't heard of it until that week. So yeah, it's always, this is always such a, a special, exciting time for me because it's, uh, yeah, I mean, that, it was an important, it was just an important period for me to, to be involved with startup. We can see how it grew. And that's why for me, this isn't even day four, it's day six. Cause I also did startup weekend this weekend. Oh man. So I'm running on fumes, but, uh, I'm, uh, always just super, I'm running on fumes and adrenaline. Mm. That's good. You know, uh, man, I can't even say how many times during uh, the past start of weeks, I was just like, just got to make it to Friday. And I got I got wiser every year. I was like, OK, no drinks at happy hour, only water. Go to bed immediately. I mean, you're just so exhausted by the end of just uh, just running and all the people that have put on what this is, as well as you know, not only this year, but in, in every year before it as well, all the volunteers, all the speakers, everyone that makes something <laughs> happening uh, Roz right here, who has been sitting here every day. He loves it. Eight hours <laughs> a day, helping people record their podcasts in the amazing Zcast uh, studio. I mean, that's incredible, Roz. And, and he's just saying what a, what a privilege and joy it is to get to hear everyone's podcast. But I mean, he's just, I mean, have you eaten in, in five, in four days, Ross, at all? Well, anyone who can see me knows that. Anyone who can see me knows that I don't have any issue of eating. <laughs> just eating the right things. <clears throat> and I was just thinking about it. I don't have much time to eat because we are fully booked. So I thought I can finally use all this fat <laughs> by trying to convert it back into energy. But now I think that it's really bad fat. So I'm not sure I want it. <laughs> but yes, I'm eating. Bad energy. <laughs> oh, Roz. We've been trying to, trying to make sure, yeah, we're trying to take care of Roz because we know. like get The bathroom breaks. Getting a <laughs> That's bunch. an important one, yeah, Vince. They got yeah. me this nice bucket here. Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> It's a standard issue startup week bucket. <laughs> I have I have one in the Camelback room where I've been hosting all week. Have you it's seen the branded steel. catheters yet? Those things are amazing. <laughs> I like that it's stainless steel and it's branded. 
Oh man. But all that to say, I think there are so many people that put in so much and you know, they don't always get recognized. And, uh, I, I mentioned it with Vince, uh, um, when we recorded on Monday, just after year one, I wrote down all the names of people who had helped. And it was over a hundred names of people that aren't necessarily names that everyone in the community knows, or, uh, you know, even to this day. And yet those are the people that made it happen mm-hmm. and that just rolled up their sleeves and said, we're going to, we're going to do this thing. And, um, I think, you know, coming back to this topic of humility, it's so important for us to recognize where we're weak and where we need help. And, you know, a lot of times people may wrongly believe or, or be told even that that's weakness, uh, saying where you're, you're weak and where <laughs> you're not good. But that truly is a definition of not only humility, but strength, uh, because you're willing to recognize um, in yourself that you can't do it and you need others. I, when I, w- I was on the, uh, yesterday at SAS day, um, there was a panel of founders, uh, SAS founders. It was Scott Salkin from Allbound, uh, Ibrahim from, uh, Revolution Parts and Ali Sachs from Iris. And I worked with Ali for four years or so. And one of the things that I always respected about Ali, they, they were each asked like what their superhero is as a founder. <laughs> and, you know, Ali said something about like that she will never say die. And I agree with that. She's tough as hell. Um, but, you know, I wanted to stand up and say that, you know, her, in my experience, her superpower was that she 100% surrounded herself with good advisors and listened. Um, where I think that a lot of founders, uh, you know, it's easy to kind of go on an ego trip. You're building a business, you're raising all this money. It's very exciting. And, and, you know, I, I think you could probably feel full of yourself, but she never, uh, pulled that card. And, and that office, when we were in there, Greg head would be in and out or Kathy Sachs would be in or in and out of, you know, whoever, um, whoever were her advisors and such, it was just an office of superstars. And I think that if you, uh, think that you have all the answers, you're wrong, <laughs> dead wrong. And, and, uh, it's a superhero to be humble enough, or it's a superpower to be humble enough to recognize that there are limitations to your, to your, to your power. My sister-in-law at every birthday always asks our, our family members, uh, what are the words of wisdom that you, you gained, uh, or would share from this last year of your life? And so in asking my then turning five-year-old, he was turning five. And he said, I've learned I don't know everything. Whoa. And I was like, <laughs> whoa. Okay. And then he was quick to interject. My cousin still thinks that she knows everything. <laughs> Qualifier. <laughs> you know, so it's not like, you know, he truly, you know, came across humility because he was he was still ready to point out other people's weaknesses. But I, I think, you know, just that recognition of Okay. Yep. Uh, he said, I, I used to think I know everything, but now I don't. Actually, yesterday, uh, we, we sat down and talked with Neil Netta from Epifinder. And, you know, they're doing awesome stuff. And, and one of the things that Neil, Neil talked about was, I mean, you want to talk about humility. Neil is like, Neil is extremely humble. And, and he's already, he and his team have, have accomplished so much. And he, he talked about how, and this is, it's it's not common enough. I know there's some people that do this, but 
um, it needs to be more common where he said how he kept a list. He kept a list of people that have helped him along the way. Mm. And anytime any one of those people calls on him, needs something, he's like, he's done. Done. Like two seconds, he's, the, the decision is made. It's yeah. yes. It's it's a yes. So that <laughs> that that's to do that, to take that action. I think I think a lot of people maybe take that action like in their head. It's he's actually he's made a list of people. <laughs> yeah. Well, what if we take it the next step? Not to like one up, but I, I think, you know, that's that's amazing. First of all, we should we should absolutely all be ready to do that. But what about the people that don't help you? I mean, sure. what about the people that are truly just energy sucks to to use a a, a term um <laughs> I, I think there are plenty of people that are just going to be looking for for something right i mean we've we've encountered them and they aren't necessarily ready to give anything back however what are we willing to do and to put out there um and i i think that is uh that truly is you know, that, that spirit of generosity, that book give uh, and take is all about that, right? Givers, takers, and matchers, how most people, first of all, it's very rare to find just pure takers, people that are only just out for themselves. They exist, but in my experience, it's rare. Most people though do operate in a matching mentality, right? They say, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to offer something but there's kind of this silent expectation that eventually I'm going to get something back out of this. Sort of like Don Corleone. Yeah, a little, you know, <laughs> quid pro quo. Quid pro quo. Well, yeah. Um, Don Corleone might be a little bit of a strong. <laughs> uh, you know, if I ever need a favor, uh, you know, I might call on Most you. people would probably call it karma, you know. <laughs> but well, that, um, I'm from the Northeast, okay? <laughs> I'm from, you know, that's how we do things up there. <laughs> But I think, you know, those people that truly are just givers that are not looking to get reciprocation in any way that put something out there that statistically scientific, they're proven to be the most successful people, but it's just a completely other mindset. Right. So the way I look at it is the one thing I teach my kids and anyone that asks me or is willing to hear my advice is that you need to be in a mindset that you are not learning in order to accomplish something you learn mm. in order to learn how to learn because life you will never be successful if you cannot learn new things every day that's really so good so <clears throat> when i and if you think about it when you teach people you always learn more even if you thought you're an expert in on a topic once you start teaching it you learn how much you didn't know that's true right but you become better at it so for me it's a, it's almost like a perfect combination because when I help people, it forces me to be able to teach them, which means I'm getting better at something. And sometimes you get something in return from the other side, and sometimes that's the only thing you get that's enough for me. Mm. I don't need much more than that. I just I got the chance to learn something new and teach someone. For me, that's enough. Mm. I want to add on, uh, that's a great point. Um, I want to add on, because we have Vincent here, who is the Facebook group moderator for YesPHX, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's, uh, you know, when you talk about how do we, how do we love the takers, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it'd be really the easiest, the easiest way to handle 
a taker in the Facebook group, for example, you know, someone that just wants to promote their stuff and doesn't want to engage, doesn't want to, you know, give any energy. They just want to extract eyeballs and dollar bills from the community. The easiest way to deal with them. Yeah, go figure. (laughs) Um, The easiest way to deal with them would be to just block them, like remove them from the group, block them. Um, But that's not how ESPHX operates. So the community has decided that even takers deserve a chance to be coached on the principles of ESPHX. That's right. And so Vincent doesn't block them. We reach out to them, you know, and we try to explain kind of where we're coming from, remind them of the moderation guidelines, the community guidelines. And uh, I think that nine out of 10 folks like that then say, oh my God, I'm embarrassed. I didn't mean to do that. And then they go on to either participate in a cool way or just kind of go away. But very rarely do we get pushback on that. That's right. And I would say that Matt, Matt definitely knows because Matt also helps out with the group. Yeah. um, And is usually the one that reaches out to that person (laughs) in a great way. And, uh, and which is why it's nine out of 10 people (laughs) that are sticking around because he, he is super gracious and understanding and wants to, and we all want to give people a chance, you know, we specifically with like a Facebook group. What happens is I think people are in Facebook groups and they, that's how a lot of the Facebook groups operate in general. So, but well, yeah, so Matt, I, I would agree with you, Vince. And uh, Matt has to take off because he's going to go give some more, yeah. just like he does. He's going to go moderate some other rooms. Got to go, go feed my ego by being in front of a room of people. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. You do an Thanks, awesome guys. job, though, Matt. I love you all. And uh, just real quick, much love to Stephen, Kate, Jeff, Rachel, Mike, Daryl, Ty, Daryl. Everyone who's been organizing Phoenix Startup Week as someone that did it for two years and for Pete's sake never wants to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Much love to them for pulling this off for our community. Uh, Amen. Thank you. Peace. You know, I think, um, you know, on this topic, uh, you know, Roz mentioned this idea of learning. And I think one of the things that I'm confident about is that I know the older I get, the less I realize I know. And uh, my wife's reading a book right now called uh, The Sin of Certainty. And I think it's so true. I mean, there, there, sure, there are some things I could, I could tell you, I believe are pretty fundamental, foundational truths and principles to life. But the, the one thing I'm confident of is, is how little I know as I get older and older. And you know, if you're going the opposite direction, just becoming more and more certain, more and more in, unflexible. Uh, I don't know. That's that's not what I've experienced personally. Uh, I agree. And I feel that way, too. I took over Matt's mic, by the way. So if I sound oh, a you sound so much more solid, quiet storm, <laughs> Ooh, listen to him. Get um, close. The uh, I, I do feel like. I mean, I, I have that happen to my, to me, to, to myself often where, and I, and I hear so many other people talking about this, whether it's posting it, I see so many people posting this on Facebook or we have these discussions about the imposter syndrome mm-hmm. and, and is it, you know, am I really, do I know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> do I, I mean, I know I do, 
I know I do, but there's like these times where you feel, do I, do I actually know what I know? Do I, yeah. am I, am I continuing to learn? Am I continuing to grow that knowledge? And it, it's, it's just a thing that happens and I don't know why. I, and, and it's just, I, I don't get it. I, well, I'm one dealing of the, with it regularly. <laughs> one of the things I think, um, personally, that whole imposter syndrome for those that don't know what that is, is this idea of like, wait, am I really who I think I am? Do I really know what I, I think I say I know, et cetera? Um, I, I'm sure there's a more succinct no, that's, definition. Yeah, that works for me. But I think that a lot of that is because people are espousing principles and truths and ideas that they have no daily experience implementing in their own lives. And how many people read a book or read a blog, not even a book, a single blog, a tweet, watch a two minute video, a t- read a tweet from an expert, and then put that into their own vocabulary of things that they know. Right. And then start talking about it as though they're, they're certain of it when they have no idea what they're actually talking about. Right. And this is why, to your point, Vincent, the fact that you have on your first, the first word in your Twitter description is not a guru. This is where it starts. When, when you, when you say humility, exactly. When you, when people start with, I think I know, or I believe that, and then say whatever you want, at least you put it in context of, I'm not an expert but I strongly believe that. And that's what people miss. People, just as you said, they read something, they don't even train themselves to learn where did they read that? Is that even a a worthy source, right? Yeah. And I don't want to get too political about it, but that's exactly what our president does, right? Like Mm -hmm. all the time, quoting things that he did not even verify with his, he has a team that should do that. And he even don't use them, right? He's just like, retweet things and everyone believes that yeah so so that's where the difference is just be humble around announcing that you are repeating something that it's an untrusted source that you think that and you're good that's that's my view on that yeah and i i I think there's a lot of people that do that as well like just in all industries it's just you know they'll, they'll go to a a conference or something and then that happens you know they they hear something that they like and now that's their that's their thing opinion without without citing it without backing it up yeah um but yeah i I, you you jonathan vincent (laughs) jonathan um you know you're you're probably the most humble guy i know wow i would i would definitely throw that out there um if there's a pantheon of humbleness a mount rushmore of humility. Oh my goodness. I'm in my world. In my world. That would world, be kind of ironic, wouldn't it? There, a Mount Rushmore a Mount of humility. Rushmore. <laughs> there should be a Mount Rushmore of humility. Well, I'm so amazing. humble. Look at my face on that mountain. Well, not if you built it and not if you. If someone else built oh, it. Oh my goodness. If I built it, oh. and this is my Mount Rushmore of humility, you know, you, you're up there. Oh, you're up there. Thank and, you, brother. And um, that's just. You know, we don't we don't hang out all the time, right? But we see each other at in the, in the events around town, like. But not it's not like all the time. But anytime I see you, it's like a smile comes across my face because it's Jonathan. Mm. You know, it's Jonathan Cottrell. 
You got it. And yeah. I, I I was just saying he got my name right because he he like you, you were very excited <laughs> in how you pronounce it. <laughs> Vincent, I love you, man. I love your spirit. I, I think uh, you know we were talking about this on Monday. We're just uh, I think kindred in a lot of ways, and uh, I think that's um. Well, wait. Let me bring this up too. That you. I got something for you because the other day, so for for our our agency, like I created this this Snapchat geo filter. Yeah. Right on Monday, and I was running around. It it had a little word bubble, and it said, "What's the one word that describes your brand?" Right. Mm -hmm. And I was going out. I was asking people whether they were with a company or just themselves, like your brand, your personal brand. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people were saying were giving really cool answers, like honesty and. Um, it's great. trust it's like really good yeah. things but of course you know like and I think I tweeted it out and I, and I well I know I tweeted it out um, and you saw it but I put it out there and I like I saw you walking down the street and I was like Oh wait, I have to ask Jonathan, and I I start running after you, and I'm like, a, I'm, <laughs> you were like a crazy TMZ it was like reporter. TMZ. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I could totally yeah. TMZ. I could totally go work for them. Yeah, uh, and with this approach, <laughs> paparazzi, uh, like Jonathan, Jonathan, and there's like this big giant iron fence with spikes. And I'm not going to get over the fence, but I'm just like holding it over the fence, my phone. I'm like, hey, Jonathan, what's the word that describes your brand? And just without missing a beat, Jonathan just just turns and goes, love, and keeps walking. <laughs> and it's like the, the point is that it's so natural for you, and, and, and that's because that is who you are, that that wasn't even like – you didn't have to think about it. it you, you, didn't, you didn't miss a beat. You were just like, oh, well, it's love. Like – and that comes through all the time. With you know, me. I think uh, Jared and I were talking about yesterday. Thank you. Um, again, I, you know, for me, I think there's this this question of, you know, purpose. And and I could talk about love endlessly because I, I think that ultimately it's a pursuit that has like no end destination. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just a, a continual pursuit. And for me, my mission is very much around that my family's mission i mean we we have these you know i the beginning of my mission statement personally is i live to love radically or um our family's uh, mission is to live and love freely and that is really the crux of what i believe the purpose of life is and so i asked people though i i think it's a really great exercise i mean that this idea of if you had to summarize yourself into a single word and you know i've seen a lot of people go through branding exercises i mean what would you want that word to be i mean truthfully in your own experience what would you want that word to be so i actually did a survey and i asked people without saying anything i just said how would you describe me in one word and i did a whole word cloud on it tag cloud just to see because i you know it's helpful to know Mm -hmm. feedback how what is what is coming across if that's my mission and pursuit um that's that's my hope and out of 130 ish responses about 50 of them was love or loving and Praise God, because I mean, ultimately, I I think that love, God is love, and and I want to express that divine, perfect love to the world, and I think uh, there's no higher pursuit than that. Well, I think you do. I think everybody that knows you or comes comes encounters you, even maybe doesn't know you. Like I think it's, I think it comes across. So, you know, we're showering you with praise. Uh, You're on my Mount Rushmore. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I am very honored by that. And Vince, uh, you know, I said uh, the other day and, you know, speaking of, uh, you know, that whole Yes PHX uh, Facebook community, I, you know, one thing I was like, man, the amount of work that goes into this and you do so much behind the scenes. I mean, and you really do. You're all about like bolstering others. But like just welcoming everyone and tagging everyone, that takes so much time. I mean, that is that takes an accept. How long does it take you every time just to face. do that welcome it, post? It does. It does. It, it takes it takes a little a little amount of time to do it. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, it used to take more. Um, actually, so in the interest of transparency, please, um, it used to take a lot more. And Facebook also only it limits you to fifty. Oh wow! So there was there was one time where I didn't know the limit. Yeah. And I, it lets you keep adding names. Yeah. And the tags, and then when you go to post it, it says, "Oh no, you can only have 50. Yeah. So you know, I had done like hundred and fifty or something. Oh one time. my gosh! <laughs> so 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 be that as it may, they recently they've been doing a lot not to get into social media too much but they recently are, have been really putting a big focus on facebook groups yeah community and yep. all that big focus on groups and now they have it so that they encourage this speaks to the yes phx thing because we've yeah. been doing this on the suggestion from actually matt yeah when we first started really yeah it was a managing the group it right? was a great suggestion um yeah. tagging tagging people that come into the group, the new people. We've been doing that for like a year and a half. Talk about a great onboarding tactic. Amazing. Too. And yeah. people love it. They and, do. Well, so now what Facebook took that and said, oh, you've added, there's there's 20 something new members this week. Right post. You no click the button, way. right post, and it tags everybody that's <gasps> that's new. fantastic. So I feel like we were on the right track. <laughs> oh my gosh. Facebook. <laughs> here's my, my finding from this. Facebook took a play from yeah. the Vincent playbook. No, not mine. <laughs> I, not mine. The YesPHX. YesPHX. See, there he goes again. Social being media. Humble. Yeah. Facebook, yes, yes, PHX. And the, so the, now the time I spend goes into like finding that, that picture, <laughs> the comic, the right comic, which is like, I try to make it startup related and welcoming related. And so, yeah. So now I get to spend time on something that is actually a little bit more valuable because people like that stuff. Yeah. They respond to it. It's solid. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I I love it. I love what we do there. Well, I love I love what you do. And uh <laughs> we're uh we're running out of time a little bit here. I mean, we're you know, someone else is is gonna be coming into All the studio day. because it's back to back to back. Yep, yep. But Vince, Roz, Matt, though you're not here with us anymore. Thank you so much. He's only a few feet away. He's still with us. He's just not in the room. <laughs> he, he's he's gone. He's gone. He's gone on. I'm sure if would be very quiet, you can hear his voice. Uh, probably. Traveling. He can probably hear us. Oh, that would right be now. a that would be a little awkward if we're just like just a moment of silence for Matt, everybody. <laughs> he's hosting in the other room. Mm. <laughs> But I uh, really appreciate you guys uh, taking the time this morning and jamming with me. And uh, thanks for having us, man. What a pleasure! This is just a a joy every day. I could do this every day. You see? Oh man, it's so it's fun. Easy. It's so easy. The microphone, you just set it up in your the in thing your is office, your home office. Let's and- be honest. Not everyone has a very uh, uh, has the the maybe 
the ability to just go on the fly. Right. right? I mean, you gotta, you gotta have some script and, Mm -hmm. and probably the content would be a lot better if I did. I'm just going to be honest. It would, it would probably be better, but I really like just having a conversation with friends and seeing where it takes us. This is we're riffing. Oh man. It's a little cathartic. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, there's a therapeutic element to it, to talking about these things. One, one trick. I don't, I haven't done it with everyone, so I won't say I do it all the time. I shouldn't say trick. Trick is the wrong word. One practice that I've I've implemented mm-hmm. in my life, especially as I meet new people, is I say, okay, let's go beneath the surface, the iceberg, as it were. Let's go beneath the surface, deep question, right? Any question, what is it that you want to talk about that's going to take us somewhere more mm. significant than just, hey, who are you? What do you do, et cetera? I want to know what they're thinking about. I mean, if you know what is the focus or concentration of their mind and heart during that period of time or has been for a little bit, you're, you're going to get places. <laughs> that's what I know. There's going to be yeah. a deeper connection that's formed right there because you're talking about stuff that is, you know, beyond the, the, the regular stuff. Agree. Yes. Agree. And you have, you have a, a show that's coming out soon. I do. I do. It's called the cranial nudists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, uh, it gets a little deep, huh? I have a feeling there's a little, we get naked little... <laughs> on the head, anyway. on the head, her, her heads get <laughs> naked. And, uh, it's with my dear friend. His name is Evan Bates. And, uh, he also is a cranial nudist. Mm-hmm. So therefore cranial nudists, plural. <laughs> um, but all that to say, Oh, look at this. We have the man himself right here. Steven V. He's coming on next. Veramontes. Are you coming on next? Yeah, Raz. Raz has me coming on next. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm the heck I'm going to say, but. Okay, real quick. And I'm sure I'm stealing a question, but what's your favorite thing been this week? By far, seeing the entire team that we started with back in August be the same team that we finished with at the end of the week. That's been my most favorite part. We just grinded through it and like did it together. That's probably the most rewarding thing for me personally. It's awesome. We were talking about togetherness this, this whole time. There you have it, folks. I mean, what better note to end it on than that? Togetherness, we are better and greatest together. Be humble, folks, on this humble day. <laughs>